You're listening to Off the Bench. Here's what's up on this episode. Remember, we had that story about Ed Audron pulling up at the gas station, and I didn't. I tell all about that, right? Nah, that's what. Yeah, Ed Audron pulled up to a gas station. He was out after his wife left him, and mm-hmm. he just got a big deal from LSU. Like he had all this money, he ain't had no like wife, so he was out in these streets, like. By the way, for those who don't know, Ed Ogeron is the um, used to be the LSU the football coach. Uh, is yeah. the uh, is, is the LSU football head coach? Yeah. For yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he yeah. still is, that's just a formality. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, continue. But this man pull up to the gas station, see a woman in some athletic gear, uh-huh. and in his gruff Cajun voice, was like, "Hey, you look at them athletic clothes." We should work out. In which wow. the woman responds, like she's confused. She looks at him. She looks at herself. She's like, "I'm married and mm. pregnant." <laughs> <laughs> to which Ed Audra responds, "What I mean." <laughs> Yo, can we pull the trigger, please? <laughs> you telling me that man deal was trying to keep your job? Welcome to Off the Bench. It's your host, Jabari, and joining me from the other line is my co-host, Zavi. What up, X? Yo, what's up? Uh, enjoying it, you know. We, unfortunately for, like, you know, our U.S. brethrens out there in, like, the Northeast, mm-hmm. shit kind of game brick for them out there, but... Bro. <laughs> man's out here in the Middle East is, like... Yes, yesterday... Nice little wind. It started <laughs> off at 67, and by 3 o'clock... I was at um, the BJ's, you know, um, meaning the the, part, the store that sells groceries and other things. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was at that spot, and um, it was thirty six or so. Yeah. By by the afternoon, it was great, like thirty degrees, in like four hours, five hours. That was nuts. City. Brick. It's. I think that's what they call uh, Newark too, Brick City, but for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but in any case, yeah, it's 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 cold as hell, man. People, the Northeast is not what they crack. They, they say it is. It's not all fun and games, and actually, it's very seldom fun and games. People, so don't mm-hmm. get. It's not. They're not giving out hugs when you're coming through immigration. Don't let anybody sell you any dream. Okay, that's 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 the advice corner for today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of people who might need advice, wow, that's it for his card. Um, what do you mean? True, though. <laughs> All right, cool. Travis Scott. Um, he may or may not need some advice. Um, uh, Why? <laughs> so, uh, Travis Scott, whose real name is Jax Woman Webster, who is actually Haitian, which we talked about on the show. It's a funny thing mm-hmm. that I, what I always thought is funny. How come you don't be talked about this Haitian? Because yeah. he also kind of weird. It's, 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 it's just, it's <laughs> just like... Because when you get to a country like Haiti or Jamaica, it's like they ain't really clamoring to claim. It's like they're going to choose the best of the best. So it's like, eh, 
Travis Scott is nice, but you know, based on some of his symbolisms, he ain't really showing your Haitian grandmother some of them shows. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't trying to stand for that, you know, as much as we don't talk about voodoo, they're about that Catholic heavy down there too. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. So Travis Scott had a show, um, what was it last week? Festival. Uh festival. Mm-hmm. And it was actual music festival in Houston. Um, I think he actually grew up in Houston. He did. Um Huh? He did. Yeah, he did yeah. grow up in Houston. But if you ask Houston people, it gets kind of wonky. If, he's yeah. Like, like if they claim him? Yeah, he like a <laughs> stateless well, sort of they, guy. They claim him. Yeah, but they, like, they claim him. Where he's from, North Houston and Houston have a very... A very different vibe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 straight. <laughs> I, okay. So, so cool, but I could, I could attest like, to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So he had the Astroworld concert in Houston. Um, eight people died. Um, the, the videos are all over social media when it said they were telling them that like he should stop. And uh, you, you know how these things go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a mosh pit sort of situation. Um, the Caribbean people might call it the boring. Or they might be just saying kids. I don't know if that actually is a thing. But whatever is the situation, eight people die, the eight people die, a lot of people are injured. He's on the hook, as well as Drake for some reason. I'm not sure how Drake is involved, but he seemingly got involved legally. Right. So and it's a, it's a he shit performed. show. He, perf- he performed. And again... Earlier, right? But not at the time when... Yeah, but I also I don't just think is is the performance. If I understand correctly, and I, I I stand to be corrected, he he also had a he also had a stake in the in the, in the show. So there's mm. some there's some legal responsibility. So, also, like if you front money and he's a, like so he stands to gain from the profit, and then he's part of the defendants or co-defendants. If there is some type of um uh, shit hit the fan moment, possibly, so possibly. Yeah, we, he might, we might we might need to get friend of the show. Um, back on and and let her give us some. Oh, Doctor JD Esquire Martin. I'm saying right. Yes, so um, shout out to Ozel. Some um, go listen to that episode if you haven't. But for some reason, uh, a ton of people got sued. Ton of people died. Many more injured. It's an unfortunate situation. Uh, Travis doesn't seem seems to be in like legal hot water, but I don't feel getting the cat culture, social media, knee-jerky type of uh, uh, response, and I'm not sure why. And although Drake performed, I feel like he's getting a lot of backlash. Um, I think people are just phrasing it as an unfortunate incident. Oh, um, no, they're getting cooked. <laughs> you th- I think not get- so much, but you Travis getting cooked. On social media? On social media? Yeah. Travis well, not mine. So tell us. Yeah. A lot of people basically saying Travis is done. They also a lot of people moving like your aunties and grandmothers on WhatsApp talking about oh he was there trying to sacrifice them for Kylie Jenner and stuff like that. Like those messages have started to flow around. Um people starting to say like his music wasn't that good. And maybe that's why they're so confused that some tragic event like this could happen because it's not like his music was good. I was like, dog, let's not do that. This nigga old first week. Like he was going platinum with his last albums. Like the last few actually. All of his official releases. I think it the videos don't look good. Um understatement of the year. 
they also have other videos coming out where like he and I think this is more propaganda from Live Nation, not so much him, but they start putting out videos of when he actually was like telling the crowd to move so that like the ambulance could come through and stuff. So it's like eh, I think they're just trying to get a little bit of spin in to show that he was not as responsible. And I think that's where people confusing it. Travis Scott didn't kill eight people. He didn't have staff that were prepared to host a festival of this stature. Because I think the biggest thing to me is Very few people one, of the, it's, one it's, of the deaths is like a 10 year old. Mm-hmm. Why is a 10 year old? So it, it comes back to me like you supposed to overstaff security when you're doing a festival, like as much as we don't make jokes about rolling loud, rolling loud is the ops, but they also stay having the cops there to make sure it's safe. By the way, 50,000 people were there. So it's like, it's kind of like, eh, like what could you really do? Like, even if you hire a, like a thousand police officers slash security guards or whatever, which is a lot, right? Mm-hmm. What can you really do if people started acting up? Well, now, I'm, I'm not saying you can't put things in um, place. Uh, what happened? I was saying, go ahead, go ahead. No. I was, was going to make a point. I was saying, go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to let you um, finish, but... Yeah. So I'm not saying people can't put things in place, but like when a marsh pit situation going on, let's say one-fifth of them were involved, so 10,000 people. What could you really do to keep the peace per se. Okay. It's an unfortunate incident, so but there, there are, a lot, there are actually a lot of things you can do. I actually have a, 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 I actually have a cousin who runs a security, not runs, manages a security, um, uh, concert, uh, uh, security firm in Canada and a lot of things that you can actually do. So part of the videos that I saw relating to, to this event was on entrance some people actually did like bomb rush security at that point. Now you can, mm-hmm. you can, you can set up deliberate bottlenecks to handle that kind of stuff. So you, you get people in a single file. You don't get them a lot of space to organize or anything like that. And when they start to push, it actually, you can set it up in a way that it works, that the, the, the queuing works against that. Um, they all have to come through like smaller areas. Right. So, you, so then the forces, if they push, they right. only could come through. Right. They're only doing so much damage at, at one point in time. Another thing that, that from what I, and, and to, to your point about the mosh pits and stuff, they got mosh pits at a lot of concerts. Sometimes you just let them burn out. I have an example to bring up later too. Sometimes you just let them burn out. Sometimes you see guys, the same way that they handle the bullring in, in, in the band. You just see a couple of dudes walk out there with the, the, the vest them and stuff. And you start to see a lot of people coming down because when they push, these guys push back harder or they just grab them and pull them out. Cool down, settle yourself. And then we, we start again. But it, the whole thing was, was unfortunate. And, and him being on the hook for it is just, it, as far as I'm concerned, is just a part of him doing this thing as a promoter. You probably got some form of insurance for exactly this type of scenario, but um, no, definitely you should be on the hook. But I would just say, like, is there, like to add, to, like not to add, but to agree with Zavi is like, it's not like he. We're not saying that he killed it, killed them. We're saying that maybe something his promotion and planning because again, his team, yeah, his team, Live Nation. It's, it's not like Travis Scott, right? Is that 
probably sitting down by the boardroom table and say, okay, we need eight entrances. <laughs> and I mean, only 300 people come here at a time. We don't make them get these kind of, like all the security guys must have this level of certification and above because they have to have guns. And like, he's not in the weeds like that. He's a performer. His face is on it. His name is on it because it's recognizable. He's a celebrity. And he's a person that's generating, I would say, the interest as a personality you know, that kind of um, social currency, if you will. But his team, to your point, Zavi, is the ones who are responsible for actually hosting all an event. Travis Scott might not know shit about any of the stuff that you just mentioned, you know, Gavin. So no, I agree. It's I just agree. one of those Which, things. I'm just, I was just answering. And the insurance part is important. I was just answering the question as to like what could have been done. True, true. It's I unfortunate also- though. A big thing is I don't like when people started saying like, oh, look at all these other concerts where people don't die and they be mosh pitting because we also have a situation where I think four people died at a country music festival this year too. Yep. So like there's that. And then when we talk about like the artists being on the hook, even though they might not know that it brings back, um, what's that rock game? Gun, uh, Rolling Stones, actually Rolling mm-hmm. Stones did a free festival. I don't think they hosted it. So it's not like Astro world when they were like the name in that sense, but they were performing. I think it was called Altamont or something free concert out in California. And it just had a, it had like 200 K people or something like that. And they had a situation where three people died and that almost like ended Rolling Stones career. I think that was back in like the 70s. 79 or so it's understanding like the ramifications of it also could do the damage. I don't think any of this is going to stick, not because of like cancel culture stuff, but more specifically Travis, makes good music. So is that is kind of like when people ask about some. like <laughs> Yeah, it's like the people who don't like him aren't gonna like him. It's like yeah, Kanye West. Yeah. Like we could say what we want about Kanye. Every time people counted him out, he slapped back an album. Yeah. Are we gonna talk I about Kanye? Are we going to talk about Kanye West and his legendary interview? Oh should we leave that for another time? We can. I'm just <laughs> Yeah the drink champs one. Any reaction? <sighs> So then this is my thing. <laughs> everybody is sighing in unison. <laughs> no, because because here's the thing, and I think that's the same thing that Zabi's going to point out. Like, we know kind of what to expect from Kanye. So then actually, Do we? Then actually seeing it play out in front of is like, man. Do we know? It's like, man. But at the same time, it's like, nah, that's Kanye. I don't think we actually know what to expect. So this is my problem with... I understand we throw around the genius label. Kanye West is a musical genius. He's a fashion genius. With that being said, to properly enjoy a Kanye interview at this point, I have to suspend belief (laughs) and my own personal processing. So like... When he wait, 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 suspend belief? Into the the shadow realm. I can't think with facts because he's going to say something and it's not factually correct. But it's kind of like how remember when Jim Jones them used to make fun of um Nas be like yeah because the nigga wear a kufi don't mean that he's smart you know what I mean is is that kind of situation I have when I see some people like 
bigging up Kanye Bowl. Yeah, remember when he talked about this? And like an example, they're talking about like, oh yeah, see, he bring up um Kamala running and talking about she black and now we ain't seen her. And I was like, y'all was seeing Pence? Was y'all seeing like chain? Like you start going like, and this is not me trying to defend Kamala, but this it's was quiet just, out here for Kamala, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like it was quiet for Pence, like which it was quiet for Biden when he was VP. Like we just knew Biden as Obama boy. So not me trying to defend Kamala, but that's just an example of uh, facts right there. But we're going to skip out the facts. Or when he talk about like Big Sean, he said he ain't attack Big Sean while saying he's a sellout. That was so weird to me. Like, what, like I don't and really understand the context up, of that. And then shows up to Big Sean's EP release, hugging up and so And then like with Nori, he, <laughs> he's saying like that was his worst signing in business when I'm like, Sir, Yo, what man. are you talking about? You signed so many people who never made it out the bando. Like, if, if we really want to own it, you think designer was a better signing than Big Sean? Like, not talent. Purely on money. We talking about designer. We talking about, I think he was the band. I think he had signed the band. Uh, maybe Jay-Z was the one who, like, cashing on the Afrobeats money early. But we go down the list. Uh, 88 Keys. Why did he go at Big Sean? I don't even get it. It's so weird. Because he said he said Big Sean and John Legend was running around disparaging him when he was on his MAGA stuff, as opposed to Pusher, who was a lot like, of people. I ain't on that, but as Kanye, Kanye on that, and I just found it weird because I'm like Pusher literally close with the Clintons. Like I ain't saying he's best friends, but Hillary Clinton has been seen with Pusher T. I ain't. I, White girl is white girl. I ain't saying nothing, but you going at Big Sean them. He try kind of when he talk about common to about like common being one with the Democrats heavy and stuff like that. He also had to kind of fix him out because he also remember common just like how he in the shy, common in the shy. Like like, <laughs> like common be in the shy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, but like they grew up, Calvin grew up, and all them, like they grew up with, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so remember they used to write lyrics for Kanye. Yeah, yeah. we ain't gonna talk about that. Though. Yeah. yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that right now. I just <laughs> think Kanye is just, is just a funny guy. Yeah, you know I mean, like he just said um, the one liners, he's just like a magnanimous amazing personality. Content. Amazing content. It's like, y'all know John Legend can do what those white people tell him to do. <laughs> like, that's just a funny, funny, funny. <laughs> if Kanye had like a daytime talk show, maybe not daytime, let's say a series, weekly? right? That used to be a weekly, weekly. Kanye. once a week, Kanye it, would go, it would go super platinum. Can Kanye like, need to be go, on Netflix? Do the same thing that, that Jesus and Mero do, but do it on Netflix. It would be incredible. It'd be incredible. <laughs> and it's like, maybe people get tired of it. Maybe it can be weekly. Maybe like a season. Once a month. Do, uh, maybe, uh, uh, yeah, do it like, not even like, once a month. Like, like that David Letterman show? Like once, like a... Or Chappelle. Like, uh, right, a season. Uh, maybe like Chappelle, like, uh, let's say he do an interview. One day he do an interview with, I don't know, Nori. And next day he do an interview with, I don't know, Zaylo. And then like he put one, maybe once every six months or so. Maybe. I'm sure he would make Trump, a hell of money. Trump in year. Trump and Yang. Mm. Trump and Yang. You still friends with Trump? 
Yeah, he he said that. He said um, the only difference now he ain't on the hat stuff. Like he like he's still rocking with that belief system. He just put the hat away, and he was like, that changed everything. Which to me says multiple things. Either a he know that Arya ain't really care what he think politically. He just like you know. Two, he understands what the hat actually meant. So he knew that the hat signaled what he believed and all he had to do was put away the hat and now he fit in with Bob from accounting yep. who on that Trump shit but you ain't gonna see Bob hat I think Kanye is very much aware of what he's doing he also doesn't care too much about the response uh, 100% but he definitely be reading the blogs though you realize like a lot of one oh, of the yeah. things I keep realizing about Kanye Everything, not everything, but a lot of the stuff that he says, it's like directly in response to stuff people talk about in media, on podcasts, on shows. Like his personal, his perception of uh, our people's perception of him, he talks about that a lot, much more than a- any other like uh, megastar that I could remember in recent memory. Like. Is it's very? I don't. I don't think so. very strange. I think he taught not, maybe not much more, but more because a lot of these 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 so called stars and stuff they they talk about that kind of stuff, but through through their publicists and that kind of thing. We just get the, the oh true. We just get the 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 rawness of unfiltered, going, just going straight to, from Kanye. You think Kanye got publicists? I, I'm sure if if they do if they do they're making yes. they're making bank and ain't gotta do a damn thing. And then he do all the heavy lifting. I'm saying, yeah, that's all you, dream all, job. All you're doing is damage control. And how much damage control could you really do for Kanye? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. Kanye's talking about. They talked about it was in a sunken place. Look at my house. Does this look like a sunken place? <laughs> Kanye remind me of this guy, right? That one time I was at the mall, and um, one time I was at the mall. And so wait there, Jebby. The thing is, my problem is I don't mind that Kanye has all these opinions on people's opinions. Uh-huh. It's just that you can't tell me you ain't here and I come out here saying stuff that mean that you're paying attention, attention. to what I'm it's, saying it's, to. It's like there's a certain level of, yes, you could not care, but then... Right. It shows that all. Oh, well, you're gonna, being if annoying. You're, if you're going to take that response, then obviously you do care. Yeah, because if it was like a one-time thing, like um, also people like somebody who's really good at not caring, and I like them, but it's like Vince Staple. Vince Staple has been like saying like, I don't like doing freestyles for most of y'all niggas because I ain't never seen y'all ask Taylor Swift to freestyle. Y'all ain't asked Katy Perry <laughs> to freestyle. Why when I come up here for an interview, you want me to freestyle too? And a couple when he said that a couple radio stations was like you're losing the essence of hip hop. He was like, yeah, nah. y'all also ain't buying nigga CDs no more, so you losing the essence of hip hop. <laughs> but it's like what... he says it once and that's it. Like you, you go back, you could talk about it. He ain't really reviewing the topic. With Kanye, he keep going back at the people, so it, it just kind of gets. We all, we all understand Kanye needs, tired needs needs like. Ten times more of the, the, ther- the amount of therapy that he's probably doing. Assuming he's doing this, therapy. The story I was about to tell. Kanye reminds me of a guy I was at the mm-hmm. one time. 
I think I was at like uh, Hot Topic on one of those stores. Like that's an urban, urban. Way. Oh, you be dating them goth chicks? Hot topic, nah, yo? but this is like, not Hot Topic. It was one of those stores that's an urban way. I don't remember the name of it. Um, <laughs> and then this guy, um, he was shopping around, and I think one of the attendants was trying to say that he was stealing or something like that. This guy seemed to be a drug dealer. My, he had a crazy chain, gold chain, um, and what appeared to be like a Rolex. So, and then they were talking about how he was around the store shopping, but he wasn't buying nothing, something like that. And there was some misunderstanding between him and the management. So he, 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 um, he begins to go to over to a, a rack, right? And like takes up a bunch of stuff, uh, puts it on the counter and pull out this huge wad of hundreds, right? And then start flipping through it and buying it. And then he goes off and is like, yo, you think I'm a steal anything from me here, man? Look at my wrists. Like, come on, man. In fact, like, he buy a rack, buy another rack. They had a section of shoes. He buy all the. I'm watching this happen, right? And it's like, it becomes a spectacle now. So that's what kind of reminds me of this guy. It's like, whenever somebody calls him out or says this, uh, he like 100% doubles down. And then he's like, yo, I'm a billionaire now. I'm a genius. I'm the Steve Jobs of rap. <laughs> this and this. It's all this bravado stuff. And then it's, you just get classic. You just get classic content out of it. So Kanye is just like that dude. Like, look at my wrist, bro. Like, look at my wrist. Like, you think I'm, I'm a steal? Look at my name, wrist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what you were saying. Like, you think I'm a steal from the store, man? Look at my wrist. So <sighs> that's Kanye, man. Love him, but hate him. Gives people great content. No, you know, we can move into another topic, but just as a side note, this is like me from the left field. But today when I was driving back to campus, I saw a picture of like one of the sheiks for like the UAE. That nigga looked like French Montana in like 20 years. It was weird. Shout out to French. Hey, I know people just give French hate, but no, we, we got to understand. We don't tolerate like, any type of French hate on Off the Bench, please. Oh, Your favorite rapper's favorite trapper. Where French came from means something different because, like, explain Morocco? to a man, dog, French move from in the slums in the Bronx. <laughs> I thought you were in like, Morocco. <laughs> he come from, so that's the thing, we start in Morocco. Then we moved to the Bronx. Yeah. And then he was driving around drop top with um, the wave and basically ended up on keeping up with the Kardashians after being shot in the head. I ain't trying to hear no French slander. (laughs) Like, when you talk about persistence, yeah. Just one of those people, like, that's it. You just gotta give him, like, yo, dog, I didn't expect him to be here. Round of applause for French. Look at us. Look look at us. Dog. What's going on with the NBA, dog? <laughs> well, this is a, a lot of stuff. Um the, This is the best league without talking about the actual sport. Yeah. Um I, the NBA needs to understand that as a sport, it is really good. And it is going to be in the big four all the time. Yeah. With that being said, 
they need to monetize the drama of the league. We need, um, what's that NFL thing when they just follow a team for the season? Hard knocks. We need a hard knocks for the NBA. We also need like a specific rumor mill. Silver ain't signed off enough. No oh, damn hell hard no. knocks. <laughs> it's like seven to sign off. Like, remember the NBA is a league that, like, remember they um they after the Tim, right after the Tim Donahue thing, they man do a two week investigation and say we found no evidence of any type of misappropriation or cheating when it comes to the NBA referees, and everybody just stopped talking about it. Yo, listen, but that's the amazing thing. So even half achieve something like that, you, you gotta bring back Stern from the grave. I'm serious. You're going to need them alphabet boys on call. Dog. I don't even believe Stern dead. <laughs> <laughs> we believe Stern dead. That's what they say, but like... That was the only way he could slowly step Stop away from the league by yeah. faking the death. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if, if I show up, like if I go to Cuba in, in two years, which I'm going to Cuba in in a few years at least, right, to visit, and I bump into David Stern, I'm like, hmm. Alright. I believe that. Yeah. Cool. So like it'll be like Park, all the man just chilling out there. No, and then like if I bring it like and if I say it, like everybody on this thing is crazy. Nobody can actually believe me. So I got this no. cool on it. Like I wouldn't even talk about it much. <laughs> much. <laughs> I would talk about it much. I, I wouldn't even bring it up on the podcast. Because ain't nobody gonna believe it anyway. So and that's that's what that's why the NBA is chef's kiss. Like we could we could make these jokes, but they're really half jokes. Like, <laughs> eh. Because dog, we talking about a league that literally we have teams that I don't think want to win. Like you mean like my Rockets? <laughs> but not even that. Like well, one in twelve, the Rockets ain't want to win this year. True. But like as an institution, we still got like the Minnesota Timberwolves, like yeah. the Phoenix Suns. Like Yeah, with Robert Sarver, have... Big Bob Sarver, Big Shot Bob Sarver. Yeah, let's talk about Big Shot Bob Sarver. So after the investigation that the NBA has launched into um his uh use of the word nigger, apparently he said things like um we got they why hired Draymond um, Green could say, but not me. Why why Draymond Green could say nigga, but I can't. Um he denied that. But he did say that he came back and said it was the context of Draymond Green said nigga during a rant on the court and he got a technical but no further discipline was. Oh, he didn't get a technical, something like that. But if he get it, they're gonna say if he's one of the assistant coaches. Yeah, they're gonna get him to sell the team. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And then um, there was another situation where he hired a coach. Um, I think it was in 2014. And his reasoning was that these niggas need a nigger. <laughs> that was his reasoning for hiring the coach, um, which is a hilarious concept. Um, let's, and let's a hilarious the one that I love. Okay, go he ahead. He was out here sharing pictures of his wife in a bikini. Mm-hmm. I heard Alex, it was Penny. Like, yeah. Penny. He had Penny Savo out mm-hmm. here. And like he was showing everybody the pictures of her in a bikini and tell like trying to talk to them about sex with his wife. Like so that's that's a nasty award, we know a deal. He was talking about her head game. Get, 
this is where we get to the incredible part of like how my brain works. Okay. What is a proper response to your boss showing you his wife in a bikini saying, what do you think about that? Because this is the thing. If you laugh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> and if you take it serious, it's kind of like, what are you so serious? <laughs> well, <laughs> <right>. what, what? <laughs> Just walk away. Dog. Just walk and away. the wife crazy too. Because remember, yeah. it, it came out um, that the wife sent messages to to, to three Phoenix Suns employees and she didn't even deny it. So... <laughs> well, 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 Tell them if anything happened, if yeah. anything disparages your kids, yeah, they so, don't know what happened. So, uh, former employee said that... Because uh, remember, the story that uh, Baxter Holmes... So back up a little bit. So Baxter Holmes drops this story, right? This bombshell mm-hmm. on Bob Saver and all the different racist stuff, how he sucks as an owner, stuff dating back to you know, 10, 15 years right and um a lot of this stuff was quotes from former employees so some of them that you know penny server has their number so she texts them and dms them on instagram talking about she's disappointed so she 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 doesn't even apologize she comes out and says this over the weekend i decided on my own to reach out to a few people to try to set the record straight and to show how disappointed and hurt I am by the lies that are circulated about my husband and the son's organization. Mm-hmm. I shared the betrayal that I felt and I touched on some of the pain that we're going through as a family. Mm. Any suggestion that I try to intimidate, quote unquote, anyone <laughs> is as silly as it is wrong and outrageous. ESPN reviewed the messages and the former employees um, all confirmed receiving them. One says, this is Penny Saver, one message began. I know a lot of bridges were burned between you and Rob, and you're very bitter. I want to remind you that real lives are at stake here. <laughs> Please put your patrons aside and realize that you, the hurt you um, caused by spreading lies and fabrication. Is, it, is your time in the spotlight that important? If something happens to one of my children, I will hold you and Earl Watson personally responsible. Think about your own child for a second and imagine the tables turn. Right? So she said this, and she not only said it, she admitted to said it and doubled down and said she shit. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. And then and, and, and so the employee comes out and says to ESPN, I don't know how to interpret that other than a trap. <laughs> And she said, nah, I was ashamed of my disappointment. So how mm. how in all this shit storm, right? Penny Saver thought the best thing to do was DM Because Penny Penny Saver. <laughs> she didn't think that was gonna make the news. Penny Saver is accustomed to life happening in a certain An investigation. Life happening in a certain <laughs> So she sends this while the investigation started. Oh she- <laughs> Penny Saver, again, you, you got money, the rules don't the rules don't apply. She, but dog, they're investigating them right now. They say after the investigation, dude, yeah. I'm she so, said it's during. If but if you're accustomed to doing shit like that all the time, mm-hmm. it's just a reflex action. You can't. Yeah, help. but you're on the investigation right now, though. Dog, we, we've seen. So if you're accustomed to farmer ass and nobody looking, <laughs> we've, what? <laughs> we've seen Karens know they're wrong and stand up in the middle of the road for no reason at all. Like like this ain't this, this ain't no this ain't no different. Man, it's just a character. This kind of highlights three things. Three things that I've noticed. One, we need to remember that the NBA is a closed league. Like, 
most sports leagues in America are closed. So like they used to be just family run. So you also got Franchise to think for, the, for those employees who like she DM in mm-hmm. and like they got no chance at getting a job elsewhere because Ain't like a free market, like a, a an accounting job when like, no, okay, you might leave one company and go to a next. Yeah. yeah, the black ball, the black ball. Even if somebody think you're a good person, it's like, I ain't going to be out here Think trying I to like go you. against the grain. They're just going to leave you alone. So it sh- reminds people, like I said, some of these teams just deal not being good and they ain't even willing to have a proper culture at these organizations, like before we get to the products on the floor, they're not even willing to have a culture that's decent, not winning culture, decency of human beings. Two, Baron Davis called Robert Sava um, a, a racist and a racist yep. long time ago. And he and said, since um, the lockout, since it was the lockout discussions years ago, that would have been like a decade ago, actually. Yeah. He, said, he sat next to Rob Sarver and he was like, that was when he knew that he was a racist shithead. Yeah. And Baron has, that's like what, Baron, like tree for tree on calling people out. Yep. Yeah. And OG Baron, piece, one of my favorite players ever. Oh, hell yeah. Boom Dizzle. Yeah. The last thing this brings me back to, and every time I hear owner get in trouble, um, Mark Cuban. Remember when there was calling up, um, homie from the Clippers. And I think Dan Snyder was also in the news at that time because when is Dan Snyder not in the news? Yep. Yeah. Mark Cuban, his comment was, you know, if you keep cameras on people, you're going to always catch something. And yeah. that was kind of. To yeah. me, it was a weird comment because I, un- I semi got what he was saying. Like, if you look hard enough, but then the other thing is that means that there is always something there. To add to that, and, right? Another part that he discussed mm-hmm. before, right? When he was talking about the Clippers situation with Donald Sterling back when, you know, Donald Sterling got the whole racist thing. I think yeah. we even talked about that in the part in the mid inside the team. We did. We did. We did. We did. Yeah. We don't need to rehash that. But Matt Cuban said at that time, in a, like something was lost in this entire thing that's coming back up. No, he said, if you record, uh, like, can we, he was like, we're going, he said, we're going on a slippery slope. We can't yep. always record people in their own personal lives who are having private conversation and use that and use this as reasons why we should take the team away from them. Who get clapped? Hit dog on hollow. What happened to Matt Cuban a few years later? <laughs> so I I don't know about cubes, man. I'm a, I'm a fan of cubes in general. I like Shaq Tank. <laughs> um, uh, which is a good show. I like Shatter for real. Um, but uh, Cubes, man, it's looking, it's looking, it's looking kind of wonky. No, I don't think. Um, what's the lady name? Bone collector to come clean up his organization. <laughs> and one of the skeletons that she tried to bring out to the closet, Bone she asked Cuban them about it, and they was like, oh. Well, we really didn't know to handle a sexual misconduct thing, so we just didn't handle it. (laughs) 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 That made sense. And like she that is where she understood that she had to take the job. (laughs) Because then my response is that a real quote? (laughs) Dog, it is legit. It's it's legit, legit. This shit is crazy, man. 
she asked the man like why they handle this and then I was like well we didn't know how to so we just leave it alone, and it she was like but because it. it was a situation where like the victim of like an allegation was basically saying like yo may want go course or nothing but May really want the man walking in the same cubicle as me after we had. Oh, a yeah, she asked for a tra- yeah, she asked for a transfer to a different part of the organization, and, and then I was like, like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> like a transfer, like yeah, yeah, it was weird. A lot of weird things happening in that at Dallas, at the Dallas Mavericks, and it's also weird, like. And Luca, with the same thing we cover, covered with um, um, that whole thing about the the uh, name escaping right now, who was like kind of like the VP of operations or something like that. Uh, Horalabab, yeah, Horalabab yeah. from Harris, right? And then it, it's a lot of it's a lot of wonky stuff going on. A lot of wonky stuff in the league in general. Uh, the Jokic brothers beefing Jimmy. It's, it's energy. Just, also, <laughs> Jimmy Butler ain't one that smoke. Actually. Let's take that further. You see that picture that the Miami Heat post? No. What picture that? That man post a picture with like all the players them trying to get through to like the Denver locker room and uh, the team GM is standing in front of them like telling them they can't go in there to fight. Yeah. Okay. In which, if you telling me that you got all this energy abusing, you gonna let a five nine white man who's sixty year old stop you from going in there to look for that fight. Yeah, it's all theatrics. Let, let's it's be honest. So I, let, let's do we want to break on the situation. Um, what happened with with Jokic and and the Morris brother? Like you got oh, they just here for the jokes. <laughs> yeah, so I think everybody knows what happened by now. Anybody who'll be listening to this podcast anyway. But I just I just want to say that. They thought Jokic was soft. <laughs> and For no damn reason. Like they thought, because, you know, I mean, Europeans are, uh, like, are stereotypically soft, right? But they noticed, like, he's actually Serbian. Like, <laughs> it's not like, you know, he ain't from Italy, bro. <laughs> like, or France. It's a different kind Man, of vibe. fight against a country. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a different kind of vibes. Like, he had a quote for me years, and his brothers... They had a call for me years back where, like, his brother wanted them. There was at a family picnic, and his brother wanted them to climb a tree, and he didn't want to. So what he puni- the punishment was making him stand by a tree, and he would throw knives at his head and tell him, must don't flinch. No, no, what Dog. WTF is that? Like, what? <laughs> And Dem Mandil still warning with him at the sidelines of these games. Nah, they created a Twitter account to respond to the Morris brothers and they, just, and they tag every freaking tweet. The Jokic <laughs> brothers. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> that shit is crazy. And if you see a picture of them, all of them seven feet like Jokic are just about. And they look yep. like criminals. I, I applaud. One of them I sure look one of them definitely looked like a criminal. The one, that, the bigger one, that got tattoo. He definitely would uh, be in jail if Alleg- he wasn't Jokic, brother. Alleg- huh? Alleg- what? Allegedly, the tattoo. Let's just no, no, no. The criminal. Let's just sprinkle a little bit, uh, uh, <laughs> a, a little bit of that on the, on the episode. No, I say he definitely would be a criminal if Alleg- Jokic wasn't in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Okay. Guys, these guys look like. Some, what wrong some... with Jimmy Butler, boy? Jimmy, uh... too much, too much time on your hands. 
I don't know what's going on with Jimmy. What's wrong with Scotty Pippen, though? Y'all see these quotes of Scotty O.K. in the streets? Scotty O.K. here trying to sell Scotty in the streets, man. Scotty O.K. here trying to sell books. Scotty in the streets. Scotty said that he was a better teammate than Michael. Cause Mike used to break down the team with his being the asshole. I kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Being selfish. Um, being selfish. He said, he, he, he why said, did he kill me? He said he, he was a he, he is at least as good as Michael. Yep. He said, I think the funny a funny one was the when he saying he back was hot. He had a back. This he dislocated his back, or he had a dislocated back during the flu game, and nobody else thought about it. But yeah, he was like, "What's harder to play through, a back injury or the flu? Give me a break." You know what I mean? Yo. It's like, bro, no. he got a lot of he got a he got a lot of hurt, man, Scotty. Scotty, go see a therapist, man. You got a lot of pain. Man, that's all you are Maybe this was he therapy. Maybe that book was he therapy. So, are we going to attribute some of this to Michael Jordan and the rest of it to a Larsa Pippen future type situation? Because I don't know why he cutting up like this. It doesn't make sense because everything he talking he about is like thirty years old. And the reason why I say. Michael Jordan does have to share some of this blame is I think the producers told Scottie Pippen that the last dance is about the Chicago Bulls. I think he thought that he was part of the Chicago Bulls. Mm. No, sir. Michael Jordan made that franchise. (laughs) They were the traveling cocaine circus before he showed up. Oh, Jesus. Um, and they said, it's what and said. he also was pissed off about like the money. Yeah, so he was saying like, um, yeah, Michael get ten million. Like, yeah, Michael get ten million for your interviews, but everybody else who they interviewed ain't get paid. Um, and it's like, um, like it's I don't know. It's a lot of difference. It's like calling him selfish. And he said, you want to know what selfish is? Selfish is retiring right before the start of training camp, but it's too late for the organization to sign free agents. Um, and then I was like, the well, he, he was mad. <laughs> he was mad at Jordan for calling him selfish when he sit out that start of the season, the, that 90, 97, 98 season. But when you actually listen, Scotty Pippen in his own words said, I wasn't going to fuck my summer up for them. It's weird. I'm going to take the surgery and the therapy and all of that when the season start. So it's like he called, he he explained himself being selfish. And then he was like, how dare Michael actually be self-aware and call me out on what I said. Bro, Scotty need a hug, man. They need to hug it out. Like Scotty and them. We're going to fight. Scotty. Scotty and Michael? Yeah. Scotty, I got, I got man. Scotty. I got Scotty. But I think Boy, Isaiah Thomas would beat the two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isaiah winning that. We're going to get yeah. to that. <laughs> you bring up a great point. You know? <laughs> I want to touch that point so much, but why you all so He talked about Isaiah, too, remember? In the thing? In the interview? In the interview? Hey, hey, where's Scotty? Where is Scotty? I think he's more, I think he's more tenacious. No. But I, Michael Jordan crazier, though. No, I, I, I don't think so. I say, I say Scotty, Scotty got way too much baggage and way too much emotions to leave that fight and don't let He probably been planning the fight, that fight there for 30 he, years. He might, yeah, exactly. Scotty yeah. don't know which you way to can. Yeah. So this is where I can kind of put your points together and say that I semi-agree. Okay. 
Scotty probably fighting with tears in his eyes. Which means point Scotty Good point swinging to kill. With that being said, I ain't trying to ever be on the other side of betting against Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a situation where I think if they fight no, fear, you, you say I have Scotty winning. Like I, Scott, fear. Listen, if Scott if that fight happened, Scotty winning. Scotty don't walk out, but I got dead no. And I gonna make sure I take this yeah. time before I go no. I'm making sure I taking him out first. Like not this that time. Yeah, said, you ain't winning this time. I don't you. think Jordan gonna tell Scotty when the fight starts. <laughs> <laughs> you think of the each other? Like, yeah, no. I got no, Scotty think, winning think, it if they actually fight, like they actually see each other. I got yeah. Scotty winning. Let's, if let's, Jordan see Scotty before Scotty see Jordan, I got Jordan. Gonna hit him. He <laughs> gonna hit him. He <laughs> gonna blindside him. And then from time you fall, it's all over. And I got Isaiah beating two of them. You know yep. why? Because Isaiah won. He smiled way too much for a man from <laughs> from downtown <laughs> Chicago. Yeah, for five ten. You know, so, you know. Uh, I'll trust that Thomas, guy. Isaiah Thomas. Every time he go into a situation, you know what he thinking. All my life, I had to fight, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, he ain't care if Robert Sauver got here that day. He's singing that shit. Nah, Isaiah probably got. Isaiah probably going for the knees anyway. So let's 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 remember. Out the gate. Yo, maybe they should do like a celebrity fight, like with um uh, uh Frank Gore and uh Darren Palmer. Yeah, death, that's death match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah between Scotty. Like, how much money you think that would make uh, a fight between Scotty and uh, and Michael? Even though they're like sixty, uh, they're not sixty. Oh. Maybe like, like in the that, that'll make all, all pay per view records. Do you know what I wanted to do? They probably make five hundred million off that. I wanted to start as a golf match because nah, we're liable to no golf get skills. The- yeah, but I want to see Jordan no? swing a golf club at him. Well, then, well, then, well, then let's let's go straight WWE and 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 throw some stuff in the ring. Let's go SmackDown on the PS. Hell in, a, hell in a cell or something like that. Oh, oh, y- y'all think y'all think um the other Morris uh, twin is gonna fight with Jokic when they meet up each other November 29th? Hell no. One hand full, everybody cool out. And he on the Lakers. Like which which one of the Lakers trying to make that mistake, dog? <laughs> Yeah, no. Ain't none of them Lakers trying to be involved. I don't think they want to. Sm- I don't think they got. I don't think they want to smoke for real. And listen, let's let, listen. And if we, if we, I don't talk, think they really want to smoke. If we talking about it, I mean the league talking about it. I mean they don't got a plan for these dudes. If anything happens, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And the referees, the referees, got to the riot training. I'm saying though, Adam Silver done called them and said, "Watch now. Yeah. At no point. <laughs> we know we, we know where you door. live." <laughs> We know your, we know where your mama we stay. Know <laughs> we know where your daddy stay. We know where your grandma stay. So I you still, decide you what want to do. Some of that so big stern energy. That. Yeah, I like that video because when we played, and our lawyer was right there. She was like, "Huh? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's funny as hell, bro. Oh man, oh yeah, but but yeah." The, the man need to hug it out, but <laughs> speaking of me, them and like Will Smith and Jay, they, everybody needs hug. Somebody needing a hug. Uh, yeah, trust me, Will needs a hug, man. It's sad out here for Big Bro. If he was Will, nice, Big he would have given a hug from Milka Magnesia, aka Margot Robbie. But Yo, you we know, had this conversation. I don't tell you. 
he let Uruwa. that slide. Nah. And then Uruwa. she started nah. I I googling um what his nah. name? Michael B. Jordan. Nah. Yeah, what 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 really made me realize that Will was down bad was when he started talking about Tupac. Oh, Those man. quotes were outrageous. <laughs> Those quotes were <laughs> Those Come quote on, was, the man said he had rage and jealousy Come on, over two, over over over, uh, over um Tupac's and Jada's friendship. Come on, though, that was crazy, man. I was but like, that, damn, that wasn't even in the my, big in, bro don't bad. In my mind, that wasn't even about the man relationship. I think that was just about he real. Like Pac is considered Pac, like the, that's the monolith. That's the the thing is at the top. And no matter what he do, no matter what record he do, no matter how much movies he in, he could never occupy that spot. And I think that more than anything else is what trip him up. You, come on, no, Will, we, Will Smith is Will Smith. He want not done something, he could not done something. We, we, all, Xavier, oh, here talking about Margot Robbie, like Will Smith might not actually, had not that done. But the point, the he point, thing, he used to be dating um this young model, this uh French model. Right. I don't know her, but I knew somebody who knew. Um, they went to like that modeling space. So they was yeah, like, listen. "Oh no, Will and her went to I think Egypt or Cairo or one of them." Dog. And then like months later is when I actually saw pictures. I was like, "Oh, you like, weren't lying." Let, like, dog. Let's let's be real about this. The only reason. Let's not forget. Will is one of the biggest stars on the planet. Exactly. I was at one time. He still is. He still got yeah, recognition. I mean, probably he was out on the He was probably the biggest star on the planet right. at one point. Um, but let's, let's not pretend, let's, let's understand as well that a lot of this is, is the marketing machine as well. As much as he's trying not for it to be that way, a lot of it is the marketing machine. Is he trying? Is he trying, Gavin? I think so. No, like he's trying very much to me. I'll tell you why. Let's look at how that whole thing came out with, um, the entanglements. The August Alcina thing? Right. That was straight up getting Red Table Talk to the numbers that they wanted to get. Like that was that. If nothing else, that was strategic. Like they decided, all right, I'm going to release this part of my life. And that's what they have been doing for years. The oh, the biggest thing right now that will have going on is he just dropped a memoir and he got King Richard coming out, which I really want to see that movie because it should be cool. Um, yeah, that might be a real. When is it coming out, by the way? It should have came out uh, next weekend. Uh, I think wait, didn't a Marvel movie come out last night or something like that? Marvel movie? Nah. Yeah. Movie. No? Okay. No. Um, but yeah, they kind of been putting out some Reggie, but we ain't gonna talk about that. We gonna leave that for the man. <laughs> no, well, we all we all know what come, we all know they're all waiting on, on that Spider Man joint in December. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so he got something to release now, and it just so happened he got a lot to release now. You really think Jada out here? Listen, you the biggest movie star in the world, right? And don't get me wrong, Will Smith is. Yeah, I mean at the time, Jada, don't get me wrong, Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith is like yeah. But you're the biggest movie star in the world. You want, if Will Smith wanted to knock down Oprah, you think that'd have been a problem? That's a bad example. I'm just, but I don't. I'm, there's no, there's nobody richer and more, more, um, visible. Yeah, if you wanted that experience, what? with richer. It's, it's an L. I'm, listen, my, my point is there's nobody that got more influence on this planet. Black woman that got more influence on this planet than Oprah. That's true. Yeah. If Will wanted to, to to really get back at Jada Pinkett Smith, like, come on, yo. Would nothing know Oprah be getting back at Jada? I'm not I saying it that. would, but I'm saying that that's the t- that's the caliber of person that Will Smith can probably. But do you think he wanted to get? Oh, I'm, not he, I'm not saying that he does. 
I'm not saying that he does. I'm not saying that he does. The man's a man. The man got all kind of different flaws. Like, like he is who he is. By the way, don't they live together still? Don't they still live together? My dude, I don't know. These guys are millionaires. Like, they could could, could not see each other for years and still be married. You know what I mean? So, like, come on. Yeah, because remember, they were saying um, Stefan Aisho estranged. They said they're estranged. Somebody was trying to push the narrative on Twitter that they overheard a conversation that nothing will be official until after he actually retires. Oh, wow. But I was like, eh, sounds like a bunch of hearsay and he looking like the MVP this year. So may really care. That's not like outside chat. Like that's what's, that's what's, that's what's nigga kid that just happened to show up right when he about to turn 18. Outside. Outside, outside, I never stopped on before. Yeah, but when your whole, whole brand is is based on concept, modern conservatism, all that faith and all that Jesus, even though when he on the court, he trying to do um them. So small. Steph, Steph Curry supposed to be a Christian? Yeah, dog. Devote. He be peddling that faith. Devote. That's the whole. Big in the marketing. That's, whole space. that's since Davidson. That's there was the whole, that's the whole space, Jesus, man. Yeah. Okay. And then with Aisha, it's like, you don't have to be an NBA player that meets all the gold diggers and stuff. You can just have this woman and you all go to church. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 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 nigga. Like, well, fantastic. you didn't marry Sierra. <laughs> like, both of y'all on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. At least that's just hope, me. Hope, like, hopefully they don't end up like Johnny Depp. Religion, but Johnny Depp and oh, let's, let's start, man. Hopefully it'll end up like that. Are we, are we gonna talk about that though? We, let, we don't no? even need to talk about that. We really don't. I ain't really got nothing to say except <laughs> I just this is the thing. They are two absolutely toxic people. Uh-huh. And from, from I personal hope experience. For each other. Basically, <laughs> Johnny Depp said that he, he got access to Chiffon, so he can lay out the bag that she was plotting to get him whooped up in an abuse case. So yeah. He's saying that she Allegedly. has the abuse stuff. Also, it's like she went for the abuse on like some low hanging fruit style stuff when he, she had like potential infidelity stuff that could have also been used for a divorce with irreconcilable differences. But hey, dog, I really know how that life goes in that way. I guess she was trying to secure the bag. Bags. He was out here blowing the bag. Yeah, I think she tried to secure yeah. the bag. Apparently, dude went from what? Well, you said, Jebby, 900 million to what? 200? Yeah, so, and he was reported um, to have bought uh, an island, uh, two yachts, uh, seven houses, uh, multi million dollar artwork. Give me, give, me the wine, um, give me the wine number again. 100 person security firm. 45 acre uh, island in the Bahamas and 30 million dollars US dollars my friends on various exotic wines I'm 30 saying, million dollars I'm saying no, he could have bought a friggin NBA team Johnny Depp could have nah he, you know he, I mean? he would still need a, yeah a, but then still need an that means he would have to hang with people like Robert Sarvo and trade bikini <laughs> wife pics <laughs> no <but> remember <laughs> Yo, so maybe maybe you think Sarver is like a what do you call that? Uh, a cock? Is that what that is? Ooh, we Are we allowed to touchy topic? That, that's a touchy topic indeed. <laughs> I feel like it might be. Mm, Are we allowed to simp? Are we trying oh, to say he's simp? 
Oh no! Like what? What's the let me? What's the definition of a cock? Yeah, it is cock. C U C K. Um. Uh, hole is the word. Yeah, the, yeah, but the, but the man is the I don't know. I think we're going we're going on into the rabbit hole again now. <laughs> no, well, I think because the woman could be too if she like facilitates it, but you know people don't disparage that. Yeah. You know all of that stuff. With that being said, he could also be on that swinger stuff. You know, but yeah. say that might have been the one. Maybe he was trying to see who was down for real in his wife. It could be. I mean, it's but possible. Penny ain't a baddie. That's the thing. <laughs> She's so not. Kind of... I don't even know how she looked. Penny Sarver. Let me Google this. Uh, are we, you, She's not are a baddie. Really but... doing this? No, we got it. We got at least look it up. I mean, I remember when we had that story? Oh wow, six in my area. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh you wow. See? Remember we had that story about Ed Orgeron pulling up at the gas station, and I didn't. I tell all about that, right? Nah. Yeah, Ed Ardron pulled up to a gas station. He was out after his wife left him and mm-hmm. he just got a big deal from LSU. Like he had all this money. He ain't had no like wife. So he was out in these streets. Like by the way, for streets. those who don't know, Ed Ardron is the um used to be the LSU the football LSU head coach. Head coach. Uh, is yeah. the uh, is, is the LSU football head coach. Eh? For no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If he yeah. still is, that's just a formality. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, continue. But this man pull up to the gas station, see a woman in some athletic gear, uh-huh. and in his gruff Cajun voice was like, hey, you look at in uh, athletic clothes. We should work out. In which wow. the woman responds, like, she's confused. She looks at him. She looks at herself. She's like, I'm married. And mm-hmm. pregnant. <laughs> to which Ed Audra responds, What I mean? <laughs> Yo, can we pull the trigger, please? <laughs> you telling me that man was trying to keep his job? <laughs> Come on. This is the same dude from, 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 that was on, um, um, what was that, that movie, Sandra Bullock thing? He was in that movie? Was I don't know if he was in it. I don't think but, so. Yeah, cause, yeah, cause I don't was, think so. South, South Carolina's coach. South Carolina's coach. No. Yeah, he was USC's head coach at the time. Yeah, oh, he was. Okay. okay. In, yes, because you know something he did. Yeah, he was. When, right. he get, when he got the job, he take off his shirt and said, uh-huh. anybody who I didn't recruit, if you feel differently and you want to like challenge me for this position, let's uh-huh. fight now. But I was back when he used to drink alcohol. <laughs> back when he used to drink alcohol. So what make you feel yourself drinking alcohol right now? His wife. His wife is the one who kind of put him together and like get him back oh, together. Okay. And oh, okay. that is why, like, when she was like, "Hey, dog, we gotta call this quits." It <laughs> literally led to him being like, "You know what? I just got forty something million from Louisiana. I'm my home state. I'm finna wild out." Like my, he was pulling up. Yeah. Like, to practice, he's sixty with single years old. Moms. <laughs> um, he was born in Larose, Louisiana. Uh-huh. Sixty years Cajun old, Cajun country, and he <laughs> when he he speaks like the Cookie Monster. Like, but no, Cajun. like like like, like um, remember the beers, the the, the, the cartoon. <laughs> like 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 that, that dude from the, from, from Waterboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Well, it's almost like a caricature. With that being said, <laughs> if you're pregnant and married, like you're letting him know, hey, it's two things that stand in between me and you even having this conversation. Malena, what I got to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, be, that's between you and your child and your child's father. I'm saying. <laughs> It anyway. so happens that that woman's husband is a high-ranking official at LSU. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sounds like a great swinger party to me. Man, no, to pick Yo, ex- <laughs> tell the people where they can follow us. I was going to do a little Cajun um, accent, but y'all ain't deserve that. Not for free anyway. But yeah, definitely reach out to us on Instagram, Off The Bench Radio. Reach out to us on Facebook. Give it a follow. Also try to interact with us. You know, shoot us a message. We got some advice for y'all. Off The Bench 100 if you want to hit us on Twitter. And reach out to The Pelican Podcast. That's PMGI on your Instagram or on the website. Thank you for coming to us. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for uh, listening. I mean, season two off to a hell of a stat. <laughs> we'll be coming back every week. We'll be hitting you that stuff. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we we swerved off the road already. This is <laughs> the thing. Last week was glory holes. This week is look at my wrist. <laughs> what do I got to do with me? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we out.